Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Uh, clink. We're clink. 21. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's Alex's 21st birthday today. Could you imagine? Oh, this is good. Crisp. What is it? It's going to walk us through it. Do you remember? I don't remember what it is, but oh. it's from France. Ah. So it's it's good. Like us in a month? Yeah. In, <laughs> in a month, we're from France <laughs> for a day. For literally less than 24 hours. We're going to tell everybody we're native. They're not going to believe we're it at gonna all. They're not going to believe us at all. I'm literally going to show up in a red beret. <laughs> <laughs> we're so annoying. Oh, I don't care. We're there for a day. We're there for a day. I will eat it up. And I want to do the touristy things like that. Anyway, hello. Welcome back to Advice. My name is Kristen Maxey. And I'm Alex Cote. And this is Advice, the podcast that you are listening to. And today we are just enjoying a nice little glass of some crispy white wine. I don't know what type it is. I'm not a big wine person, but I like to drink it. Crispy. Crispy and cold. And you're probably wondering, oh my God. I know. Have we not shown these yet? No, I don't think so. Guys, our new merch is coming out. Just kidding. Just kidding. That was a rude, you that was a really rude prank. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. That was kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, they're little wine glasses and they have our logo on them. And season one, it was damn near before we even like, <laughs> launched an episode. Yeah. My mom had like 24 made. I don't know why. So many. Us. She had so many made uh, custom wine left. glasses, tumblers, the coffee cups, like yeah. so many things. And I was even like, oh, well, thank you. But like for what? And she said, you pass them out to everybody. And like. I think we like tried to give one to like Kaya one time. She's like, oh, thanks. thanks. Like, like nobody no wants, wants this. So uh, we actually don't have as, as many. I think we kind of left some in LA with Leanna, but we have so many on our bar cart now. And these are the wine glasses in our house. Right. So they so kind of feel conceited. Yeah. When people come <laughs> over, like when we had p- people over for Thanksgiving and we were passing these out and it was kind of like, okay, like, we get it. There's a big fucking neon <laughs> sign of the same thing. Like You're on annoying. set. Hey guys. We, we have, have a, a podcast, podcast, by the way. By the way. Hi. Do you guys want to record? Do you want to wear the headphones? Like, it feels a little fucking obnoxious, but yeah. they are cute. So thank you, mom. I know you're listening and we do use oh, yeah. these all the time. They're so. a great shape. They're a great shape. They, the stickers have lasted up. I mean, they're almost three years old and. Right. Could great. you imagine if this was our merch? We're just. We're not like, we got wine glasses. No, That's this was not, not us. us. No. I don't think any type of like cup. No. Maybe like a maybe like a water bottle. Hey, that's kind of sick. But like so many water bottles. Yeah, and we're not like hikers. Like that's such like a hiker thing. You're <laughs> <laughs> Only hikers. You <laughs> but you're right. You like, know what I mean? It's like it's very like outdoorsy of us. And like yeah, we we, we quite literally are inside <laughs> every episode. <laughs> we all talk, day, every day. We talk about things outside though. Um, if you're wondering why we're all cute and dressed up, you want to tell them we're going out tonight. We're going out tonight. That's why we're having a little bit of a pregame. And I just really want to try this wine. But a little pregame. We're going out. We're meeting. We're going to uh, We're going to watch a UFC fight. Um, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly like, so I matched with this one guy on. Right. You, <laughs> you, you got to pull the weight. Someone's got to do it. I matched with this guy the week that I moved to LA. So nearly five years ago now four years yeah four years ago and it was one of those things where we just constantly like matched on dating apps never met up we followed each other on instagram for so long we've always had like plans to meet up but like they've always just fell through he hit me like a week ago and was like hey i'm coming to new york to onboard for a new job i'm gonna be out there send rex like we should grab a drink And lo and behold, like this is the one time that we're actually following through with our plans. So we're meeting up with them. 
going to watch the fight. Maybe go grab, grab like a couple drinks after. I don't know. It's going to be fun. He's out with here with his best friend. Could be a vibe. So we're just along for the ride. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know anything about these people, but whatever. It gets us out. <laughs> it gets us out of the house. And I'm trying to be a little bit more of a yes man. Yeah. Trying to like, like I had no reason not to. Yep. So I'm not going to like slug around the house when we could go out and meet like two cute boys and leave that at what it is, you know? Exactly. I actually had that thought the other night on Thursday night. We went to The Box, which is a very, very cool speakeasy vibe out here in New York. If you haven't heard what it is, look it up. It's so cool. Um, We went to an event there with Benefit Cosmetics, and I definitely felt like sluggish. You know, I didn't feel like socializing. I didn't didn't really like want to go, but I went anyway because A, Benefit Cosmetics throws the best events Mm -hmm. like always. And it was at The Box. And it was at The Box. And B, it was the same kind of thing Alex was saying. We don't have a reason not to. Let's just fucking go, whatever. And we ended up, at the end of it, we ended up finding a really cool bar. Yeah. That we would have never, ever found before. We, like, wrote it down. Fully we like, want to go back. Yep, we want to go back. We were talking to the person at the door, like, mm-hmm. made a friend. Like, but yeah, it's always worth just forcing yourself going. Worst yeah. case, you fucking come back home. Right. Whatever. Like, and that's kind of what we did. We stopped by for a little bit. We were ended up being home by, like, 1030. That was it, yeah. And it was a Thursday, and I think we were both on the same vibe. Yeah. That's the thing. I still have that day mentality. Oh, yeah. And it's Fully. very much not the mentality out here in New York. No. So every night you can go out on a Monday out here and it's like you'll it's a Saturday yep. in your head. Like yes. it doesn't stop. And it's really hard to differentiate. <laughs> like when we first moved here, we didn't have like the the willpower and to the differentiate stamina. the stamina. <laughs> so we were going out like weekdays and shit. Yeah. Because we we're just like, oh, this is what you do. And then I was like, ah, we, there came to a point when we fully like sat down and we were like, we can't keep doing this. We don't week. need, it was like the opposite of what we're we, saying now. We don't yeah, need to go we don't out. Need to there's go no out. reason to go out. And now we're saying there's no reason not to. It's a weekend though. This is just the ebb and flow of right. adulthood. You're yeah. like party rager. And then you're like, no, I need to stay home and journal. But I still want like, I want to find the middle ground, which I, which I'm working on of going out and like having a full night out and not it not being rager mentality. Yeah. And it's just like, go out drinks it's it's either it's pretty black and white for me mm-hmm. i either go out and like maybe one drink uh, like a couple sips of a drink and then like that's that kind of night or i go out and it's rager full blown like balls to the wall plastered yeah. and i want to find the middle ground it's for me i cuz i feel like i've kind of got the grasp on that within the past honestly since we moved here i feel uh. like i've been in that mindset more and it sounds silly, but like you just have you just have to stop like, yourself. Yeah. Like and But I don't want it to stop me from like going out and having a night out is what I'm saying. For sure. And it doesn't like stop me, but to tell myself like, all right, I'm just coasting off this drink and this is fine. Yeah. And obviously there is a point where you want to leave, but like I get what you mean. Staying out but not relying on the drink to keep me out. Perfectly said. Yeah. And you just you just gotta stop yourself That's or like weird. slow down on the drink like I even set down my wine glass just now because if I have it in my hand I tend to drink it obviously right. a lot faster it's close to my face but like set it down or like you know just draw it out mm-hmm. just like string out your drinks as much as possible and that, at least that's that helps me like not oh all of a sudden you go to the bathroom and you're like oh I'm you're looking yeah and like everything gets quiet and your ears are kind of <laughs> you're like looking at yourself and you're like this is what I look you're like, like Does that <laughs> me? <laughs> um should we talk about the elephant in the room yeah no, it's not an elephant. Well, it is <laughs> until you say it. Um, I got my lips done this past 
what day of the week was it? Thursday. So a couple days ago. So that's why I'm wearing lipstick. I'm usually not a lipstick girl, but I got a little bruises. It's something that I've like had on my mind for maybe about a year and a half ish. I got half a syringe and I also got a lip flip. Um, a, one of my like insecurities about my lips was honestly like I love the shape of my lips and I love like my cupid's bow. It's just when I smile, my top lip curls under. So I needed something that like kept my shape a lot because I'm I'm a smiley person like I'm I, I feel like especially when I'm like out and socializing I like generally have like a smile on my face and like I want the part of my lips that I like to show when to I'm always smiling. be there yeah to always be there so I got my lips done let me know if you like them how was how was the pain walk us through it um you, are you comfortable saying how much it was I feel like that's something nobody ever fucking talks about when yeah. they get their lips done um so I got the half a syringe was six hundred dollars and then um, the lip flip was an extra two fifty. Okay. So eight fifty total. The pain was bad when she was doing it and like that like the lingering minutes after and that day I was pretty bruised. But it's one of those things that like like a tattoo, when you're getting it, you're like, Oh fuck, this hurts and then the second they let off you're, you're it kind of starts diffusing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it's what is like to be expected when they're poking like literally your middle. lips for like thirty times, you know? Right. Um, and, and like a tattoo, it's one of those things, well, tattoo you only do once or twice for touch-ups, but lips maybe a little bit more, but nonetheless, it's something you do and you work through because you are getting permanent results. Right. It's not like a slap in the face every morning when you wake up. Exactly. Like, it's worth something. Exactly. So you could sit through it. I feel like for me, that mentality, at least when I get tattoos, I'm like, just fucking sit through it. And then you're, you're going to have and it for the rest of done. your life. And you wanted this. Yep. This is how you get it. So sit through it. Yeah. No, I'm so happy I did it. She killed it. They turned out exactly how I wanted. And even though this is something that like I've been thinking about for a year and a half, I very much like made the appointment and got them done on a whim. I made the appointment. The appointment was just for a consultation. And I was sitting in there and she like walked me through it. And I loved that she recommended that I get half a syringe. She didn't like like up try and upsell me and make me get like a full syringe because I went in there thinking that I would get a full syringe and she like looked at my face told me what was a good idea she's actually the one who recommended the lip flip so I yeah I don't know I'm really happy with how they turned out yep. it was totally on a whim but they're perfect I'm just bruising a little bit so I'm a lipstick girl lipstick girly for the next cruising week. for a bruising literally cruising for a bruising you, you on Thursday you went cruising for <laughs> I did. You and went, I came yeah. back with a bruise. I, came, <laughs> I got what I, I I got what I was looking for. Closed mouths don't get fed. When in Rome. <laughs> it's the wine that got us saying these little home goods signs. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm happy they look good, huh? They, they look very good. I I went with her and the whole time I was like, literally put me in, coach. <laughs> like I wanted to get in that chair right after. I'm still on the fence. I don't know. I uh, I'm gonna be straight up. I think a little bit, and this is totally a reflection of me, not you or anybody else who gets injected. It is a pride thing for me. Mm. I have I, an I had that thought. Pride. Like I used, I used to feel good saying that I had never gotten anything done. Yep. And I had that thought before, like, wow, yeah. once I do this, I can't really go back. I knew, you, like, I knew you'd get me when I said that. Yeah, and it's, um, I feel you, but also like, I've never felt more pretty. I get exactly. That's the trade off. Yeah. And what's pride for? Right. Like, well, who am I? Who cares? Literally, it's, I mean, that's the definition At that of point, pride is it's it's an internal thing. It, it took me a moment to switch the mindset of, like, getting my lips done for, like, because everyone else do, does it. And I realized, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've always wanted to do it because of, because of me mm -hmm. and, like, for me. Yep. So 
why would I let that stigma stop me from right. doing it? It's irrelevant at this point. Yeah. You want it for you. Yeah. No, I've, I've thought about it and I've definitely thought about the lip flip because I have a very gummy smile and start with that. It's I, yes, but I don't know if you, sh- I, again, I have to do a consultation. I don't know if you should do it without injections. I mm. don't know if it's something weird if you just do it. And then uh, when, uh, based on the research that I was doing, I had o- always thought they were separate. That's why I went into this, not even having a lip flip in mind. Uh-huh. I always thought like when I was looking into a lip flip, I always, I was looking at people who had only gotten a lip, a lip flip and no filler. No, uh, see, I, I thought yeah. it, I thought they went together. I thought when you do the flip, you need the projection. Mm. I thought it was like a balance thing kind of. Right. I mean, it, it's procedure. probably just so dependent on, on who the it person. is. Yeah. Right. I don't know that. And like, I know the lip flip, obviously the reason you got it, you were like, when you smile, you don't want your lip to curl in. And I do, I do want that same, um, like result result. But I also know my smile especially is very much my expression. Like my gums, yeah, they're big, but they are such a big part of me. And as much as like I've get, not a pity party, by the way, as much as I get made fun of for them and they are an insecurity, I also am aware that they like not even on some deep shit. Like they are a part of like my aesthetic, if you will. Right. So I'm also like reluctant to switch that because I know it's like me. I don't know. I get it. This oh. is all shit that I like went through my head. Right. And totally I, I guess I'm just still, I'm still in that mode. All right. Sit down, Link. There you go. But Botox, on the other hand, I've, I'm definitely about that. I feel yeah. like I really want that on my forehead just a little bit. That's the only place I get it. Alex and I were both saying like, we love, I love my smile. Lines, I love smile lines. Yeah. I love crow's feet. I think it just shows that you're a happy person. Mm-hmm. That's why you have creases there. Cause you'd be smiling a lot, but um, yeah, the forehead and Above all, I would really, I think, honestly, I think the first needle I would ever put in my face, if any, is my masseters. Mm. And that I would do through my TMJ doctor for like TMJ purposes rather than like aesthetics. But there are aesthetic after effects when you do get TMJ in your masseters. It's It'll very, slim your like, face. Slimming to the face. But literally, like we had masks on in the office um, when Alex was getting a consultation. She was talking about masseter Botox um and she's like yeah like people if their masters are super active they tend to have like really square faces and i was sitting there with my mask on like bitch if i took off this mask right now you'd feel like shit like you would feel so bad no, when so you ended it you uh, at the end of the appointment you ended up taking off your mask and she was like oh yeah you do have big masseters yeah i was so surprised you said that. i know i was like uh, uh, but then yes. like from her put like i from her point yes. of view it was a super like medical yeah uh, observation. it wasn't like mean girl shit she no. was just like oh yeah we were talking about it she was so. like you would benefit from that right so that's kind of where i'm at I, <laughs> yeah i have i have a very square head but we'll cross the bridge when i get there i'm right. chilling right now i'm i'm healthy i'm happy that's the bare minimum <laughs> we'll cross it when i need to when i feel the need to change anything right but i definitely know where i'm going because she fucking killed it oh yeah so i'm glad that you like it absolutely okay song of the day and what we're wearing um, I'm wearing, God, I don't even know where these jeans are from. Maybe garage. The jean store. Will you check the tag? Pretty little thing. Pretty little thing. Jeans. Little, um, pretty little jeans. They're just like big cream jeans. And they're actually like two-toned. You can't really tell because I've washed them so many times. But the back are like a blue white and then the oh, front what? are like a cream white. Yeah, see? I never noticed that. Oh my God, I almost just kicked the wine glass. Jeez, all over our recording equipment. We would have never been able to podcast again. Bye, this is our last episode. Last episode finale, season finale. Um, yeah, these and I, okay, I caved. I got a Skims t-shirt. 
get slip injections and then order <laughs> something go, from skin who am i literally like go to call her daddy like <laughs> no shade Fuck alex off. cooper is a fucking boss ass bitch um no so i had actually bought i don't remember remember the the white shirt oh it was cotton, cotton on. on fucking loved it but i got i think i got like makeup on it or something Schmegma. and it wouldn't come out and they don't sell that shirt anymore and it was like this white cropped t-shirt that is like this really like stretchy material it's not cotton it's not jersey um but i loved it because it was like one of those shirts that you can kind of dress up so i couldn't get a replacement and i was i've like scoured the internet and i was like fine let me just see if this is it and it's it's it. worth it it's worth Skims it is really good it's worth it i, I think it's I, like the fits everything everyone's everyone t-shirt i have a lot of bras and tanks mm-hmm. from them different like styles too and i love them all right i got a i actually got a bra from her and it's really nice um it's a little grandma-y but it's good for like under t-shirts are you wearing it no because i wanted my black bra to show okay gotcha um and i'm wearing my uh ladybug socks they're not real ladybugs they're fake thank god ew could you imagine ladybugs on your feet what if ladybugs were like pests like what if ladybugs were something you like got in your house why are we not afraid of ladybugs like i love when a ladybug lands on me but if a fly or like a beetle landed on me because in our children's books think about how they're portrayed like they're cute nice and they're like happy and they're polka dot like come on polka dots right it's so beetles are so beautiful um i don't what kind do you remember those beetles that used to be at auckland the big one that used to land on the uh, June screen bugs. door. June bugs. June bugs. Fuck those things. Yeah, Southern California gets June bugs. They're, they're blind. So I don't care. They would just be like running <laughs> and shit. They do. They're like, See, they're beautiful, but like get away. He, he they're also know. huge. They're too big. I can hear them. Yeah, you could hear them coming. I don't need to hear things that fly. No. I saw that fly this, period that scared me. I saw this TikTok of this girl who was like, okay, guys, it's summertime. And she lives in Australia. Oh. <gasps> the spiders no what are they called uh uh wolf spiders no because we get those it's a it's a name of i i forget but they're the ones that like get this big and she was like there's probably one in my room right now like they're oh. all over the house i would yeah and she said she like pulled up to her driveway one night and like the headlights were right on a big spider literally the size of her palm and i was like how i simply would no. leave the country yes that, like <laughs> trust me i love australia it actually is my number one favorite place on the map but i can't live there no for that reason for the spiders the yeah fuck that i even like here there's some weird bugs like i think i'm just very comfortable with california's bugs mm-hmm. at this point and anywhere else kind of freaks me out yeah like what's what are those bugs that show up in the summer and they were like oh infested. the uh, the they migrated from china yeah and everybody was saying to stomp on them yeah forget, because uh, oh they're like red flies or like, something yeah they're like they have like a one red wing and like one polka dot wing like it's yeah they like had a, they were freaking they're they would weird. get stuck in our air conditioning unit and be like <laughs> <laughs> and they're so when you walk outside in the summer there's so many Everywhere. of them it's like a infestation it's terrifying ladybugs though back to the ladybug thing and then i'll say what i'm wearing i was camping one time growing up and i think we were in pi pi which is where we'd always go when phil paw paw <laughs> when phil wanted to dirt bike and it was like this big i think it was pi pi i don't know mom where was it um it's a big uh tree that fell oh okay like big thick ass trunk and it covered hovered you couldn't even see the tree. It looked Ugh. like it was like you were on shrooms and it was like 
rippling. Whoa, were they all red? All red. And you walk up and like Phil, my stepdad, he he would like just lightly tap the um the like one of the branches. Yep. And they start <laughs> flying around and then all land again. Like I will Why? never forget it. Why? I don't know. We need a ladybug expert in here. <laughs> That's our next episode. <laughs> ladybug expert. Our first guest ever. We should do a research podcast on like we pick a bug. And like where it migrated from, where it is in the yeah. ecosystem. Would you guys be? <laughs> No the way that that excites us. We we had this conversation the other day. Like sometimes I'm worried about the longevity of our brand per the name of our podcast advice. We started giving, I mean, we still obviously give you guys advice every follow-up episode, every Friday. Like we, we love topics based that way. It's what the podcast is. But then there's this big part of us, as you guys can see, that love to fucking research. We just want to like shoot the shit. I just want to learn things and then tell people that I love about them and I would yes Alex I would love to do an episode where we each picked a bug but like how do we give advice about and then we, there's a small part of us that like every time we have these ideas we're like okay how can we spin this to like give advice to you guys <laughs> tell us your scary right. story <laughs> tell us your biggest bug fear in the story of how you <laughs> saw that bug so either we tell us to, no we, we can't need do to that. start a sub podcast I was gonna say or do we start another podcast that's just like we just literally no filter, no basis of anything. And it's literally just us sitting here and genuine question. You guys, what do we do about this? We should call it literally. That's probably already somebody's thing. Probably. Or like, cause a lot of you guys say we say like, like too much. Uh, we'll brainstorm. We'll work on it. Yeah. If you want it. Like bugs. Like bugs and stuff. <laughs> bugs, bugs et cetera. And, and, and stuff. Et cetera. That'd be cool. Et cetera. Like, like a line. Don't take it. Don't take it. It's ours. It's already being copywritten. Yeah. No, my lawyer is over there. Could you imagine if we had a lawyer on deck at all times? <laughs> You'd be like, guys, I'm fucking bored of this for three days. We'd be like, we're holding him hostage. Write it up. <laughs> Write a contract. Also, why is it a him? Oh, sorry. All right. Kim Kardashian, <laughs> Stan. I'm not even a Kim Kardashian. I'm not even okay. a skimmy. What, should we? <laughs> should we talk about the Selena drama? Oh yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I'm team it, Selena. Absolutely. And at first, at first we'll sum it up because I know we're all sick of it. At first I was like, all right, this is so stupid. We're giving it attention. Like just let them live their fucking lives. That's how before this, before this recent, like past two weeks, whatever, I always thought like, guys, Selena and him are done. We're He's just stretching. Haley. Like we're, Stop. we're just like grasping at straws at all this right. drama. No, no. <laughs> She's a fucking fan. She is fully a fan of Justin Bieber. And you can like all the videos that you see of her about her being in fan clubs yep. back in like 2010. You can't deny it. She was also in heavy in the Austin Mahome fan club. Yeah. So she's clearly a stan of some sort. Right. She's just a fan she's girl like in that culture. He married a fan. There's just so there's, there's way too much shit to back it up. Yeah. There's way too much. And the fact that they haven't said anything and right. like all the, all the shit about him not liking her birthday post. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, there's, you guys are probably seeing it everywhere. Yeah. It's all over TikTok. I'm living for this drama though. I'm usually not one to like follow shit like this. No, it's just, it's too, it's, I, I'm, too real. you know what? I'm eager for something to happen. I need, I need them to say something. Yeah. And his birthday, his birthday post today of all of his birthday like pictures and that last post of him. Like she's like going to hug him and he looks, he's, he's literally like, looking away, like body language, not even 
at her. And what right. did that top comment say? That one of the top comments was, wow, you're really not helping her case. Like, why'd you even post that knowing right. what's going on? And they're leaving the comments on. And right. literally all the comments are like, I'm here for the comments. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, crazy. Sure. There's a part of me that's like, it's it, they're they're probably just soaking up the PR, which yes, sure. there's an extent of that. But at, you know, they, if I was his wife, I'd be like, okay, you gotta say something. And they plead that they're so like real, and this is right. real love. Okay, if it's like real, like then don't treat it as a PR stunt. And right, and don't cut, like cut it don't off. thrive off of that. Right. Yeah. I just I don't understand. But then there's a side of it where it's like, but if it's real love, like they don't they don't even hear the chaos. They don't care. Bullshit. But there's then, no way. But you then don't. I go back to the facts, and I'm like, but shh. She showed up at your fucking hotel in 2010. Right. <laughs> like, I'm done. Insane. I'm pissed. Crazy. We'll leave that where it is. Yeah. Um, Let me go to what I'm wearing. Um, oh, yeah. You haven't even I haven't said, said it. I know. I'm like it. trying to get into this. Green pants from American Eagle. They're like cargo. They're so soft and comfortable. They've been like my go-to pants. And then this corset is from ASOS. It's like a chocolate brown leather. And then my um, middle finger socks that I think my mom got me. Yeah. My song of the day is it was one of those songs that popped up as I was like falling asleep on a playlist and I like rose out of bed and I was like, this is such a good song. And sort I had to like levitating. it. Yeah. Um, it like woke me up out of my sleep. It's called oh, wow. First Thing Smokin' by Looney, L-O-O-N-Y. Her voice is incredible. I feel like I've, is it capitalized? Yes. I th- feel like I've seen that, probably that name. Have. My song of the day is Love Lasso by Turnstile. It's it's a vibe. It's that whole like playlist I had the other day, but then would like randomly go Screamo. Yeah. But like okay. stuff that wasn't Screamo, it's pretty good. Love right? Lasso. That was cute. the Love Lasso radio. Okay. So that really name's really cute. Love Lasso, yeah. Okay. So for today's episode, um, my friend Alex over here in the white got <laughs> something <laughs> I new for the podcast. What is it? I was scrolling on the social media thing. And on our phones. On our phones, laying in bed one night. And I was like, oh, this would be cool to do for the podcast. And it's a little game. We a couple of years ago we had done the game. What's We're it not called? really strangers. We're not really strangers, and it's a game that kind of like gets you to answer these deep questions that kind of just like reveal connections or whatever. Yeah. Um. This one's called "How Deep Will You Go?" And it, there's three levels to it. What I, I mean, just from looking at this one, we haven't read any of the cards, but from what I can tell. Um, I really like the difference here that we're not really strangers when we played it. I did enjoy it, but the the gist of that game is to get to know people. Right. And like there was a lot of things we already kind of knew each other's answer. Totally. This is like an extension. It, it is a different company though. Um, But like context wise, it seems like it's an extension of. Right. And purpose. it's, I think it's kind of more um like individual. Okay. Like yeah. focused on you rather That's than. That's true. It's not like, what was your first impression of me? Right. Yeah. I like this. So there, there's three levels and then there's a wild card level, which I guess we can kind of call level four. The first level, we'll kind of, we'll each pull a card and then we'll read it. And then we'll also each answer each other's cards. For starters, I guess let's just start with like three of each level. And if we want to do another round, we'll do another round. Um, I'm assuming these are going to get pretty deep. So I know the answer is going to be a little long winded, but we'll start with level one, level two, level three, and then we'll end with the wild card levels. Okay, the first level is icebreakers, so we'll start there. Okay, go ahead. It's a white card and it matches your shirt, so you go first. Okay. Ooh, I. Okay, this is a um, icebreaker, but I feel like this is a little heavy. Not heavy. What motivates you in life? Um, that's actually I'm 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 excited. This is a question. What motivates me in life? Uh, I before I do anything, I really ask myself, like, is this adding to the quality of my life and the quality of my story? Mm. I often think about, and not in a morbid way, I think about my deathbed 
And I'm like, did I live it up? Did I live it up? Like is, is what I'm doing, whether it's career based friendship, love, food, like, um, like, a nutrition wise Mm. food, things like that. What am I putting my body? Like, is this adding to my quality of life? That's what motivates me. Cool. Um, I actually like a pageant queen. <laughs> uh, was such a pageant queen. You know the um Pretty Hurts music video by oh, Beyonce? Yes. What is my aspiration in life? <laughs> my aspiration in life. <laughs> See the TikTok. <laughs> no. It's just like Brazil! <laughs> Colombia! And it's all the pageant queens yelling where they're from. No. I have to. Sh- it's the funniest fucking no, thing. No, I would die. It's so. She's I like, love when Canada! people yell. Like <laughs> yelling. <sighs> anyway. Oh, my God. What, what motivates you? Okay. So I actually had this talk with my therapist this last session. Oh, whoa. Yeah. My like, because I've been feeling a little unmotivated lately. Um, But I pinpointed this feeling that I get and I get it most when I'm designing. I have this like gut feeling when I'm moving shit around on Photoshop and I'm almost done with a piece of work and I have like this gut feeling when I like nudge something over one pixel and I'm like, it's a breath of fresh air. I'm like, oh, okay, that's right. This feels good. It locks in. It locks in. It's a gut feeling that I, that I get, like I said, mostly when I'm working, but I've experienced a couple, a couple other times, like in other parts of my life very rarely but I've noticed that I chase when I'm working I chase that feeling and there was a period of time when I wasn't feeling very creative at work and when I wasn't being motivated and I felt like I all of my work was like subpar to think like compared to things that I've put out in the past right and I noticed that's because I wasn't chasing that gut feeling I would just like do a project complete it to complete it complete it to complete it I would do a project send it out and like okay I did my job yeah it's done but it's not like something I'm proud of. It's not to your standard. It's not to my standard and it's not something I'm proud of. So I realized when I chase that gut feeling that I get, and it's super hard to describe. I don't know any other designers out there, creatives, if you get that gut feeling, let me know because it really is like, and I'll, I'll say this again, when I, when I nudge a, like a graphic over one pixel, it really is all the difference. And I'm like, wow, okay. It's done. It's there. It's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. And like that sounds so dramatic because I'm talking about like a little thing on a, a computer, but it really is a feeling that makes me feel pr- proud of my work when I get that gut feeling. Yep. So that's what motivates me. I feel a sense of that when we podcast, like if we are talking about like a really, whether it's a big breakthrough as an individual or something we just realized about each other, like yes. to like help our friendship. Like I, I, it's a click of like, it's almost like a level up moment yep. or you closed a chapter or, and I know those, that's kind of a macro level of what you're saying versus like per project, but it is that, that sense it of like it's wrapped up. It feels nice. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. And like, so you're right. You I got that. I got that feeling that I just talked about after we did the, what goes on in your head episode. Yep. So I get it. That's a feeling that I chase. I love it. Okay. Next one. What's one big thing you want to change about yourself? How much I overthink. Heard that. Everything. It's just, it got to the point, maybe like a couple years ago, it got to the point where like my overthinking really took a big grasp on my entire life and like was my driving force in everything that I do. Yep. And it like, I, I felt like I was drowning in mm-hmm. my thoughts as far as like the unknown and the possibilities and the changes and the what ifs and my anxiety. Um, I just wish I didn't overthink as much. 
I've learned to, especially like with therapy over the past year or so, I've learned to um, like appreciate it, but like let it sit where it sits and not let it be my driving force. Right. But I just wish that wasn't a big part of me. I'm still there. What you just described where you were a few years ago, uh, that's still where I'm at. So my answer definitely all like shadow off that. But for me, I, I, the word is trust. Like, mm. and you know this, like I need to trust my judgment and my, and like not judgment and like, oh, is that person good or not? Like, it's really not an exterior judgment. It's like all inside of me. I need to judge, or excuse me, I need to trust my judgment that what I'm doing for me is right. Right. And like, it really is that simple. I just need to trust myself. But yeah, I feel, I feel the overthinking thing. I'm still there. Okay. What insecurities have you grown out of? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Just how like kind of weird I am and how I feel like growing up, like I would hide it. Cause it, when we were kids, like mean girl mentality was all around us. And it was like, right. You can't like, do like a weird face and blah 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 without somebody being like she's weird like <laughs> right especially in like I mean I, I cheered all my life like in the, those environments it was so like judgy and I feel like as I've gotten older I'm like I just don't care how people react to the things I do right like shallow or deep yeah just, just like who I am like my weirdness cool I would say something that I've definitely like gotten better at an insecurity of mine was the vanity aspect hmm. and like feeling I have to put on face the second I step out my door. I feel like I've gotten in my adulthood. Like this is something I'm like compared to like kind of like you. I'm comparing yeah. to like my teenage me. For sure. Um, Even like going around my boyfriend, I would I would feel like I have to like look pretty. Right. My my three year high school boyfriend. So that's something that like I'm I don't have anymore. Not I'm like a filter. If you're gonna appreciate like this side of me, like you also have to appreciate this side of me. Yeah. No, that's something that like, goes for everyone, not just like like not just romantic. Romantic relationships. Like the Joe Schmo on the street. Yeah. You're gonna see me slumped. I really like I feel like on a macro level, I feel like society's a little more accepting about about that mm-hmm. side of humanity now. Like it's not all about right. putting on makeup and you're right. Cause that was a thing. I feel like a lot of our, even like our friends, moms growing up, like if we were going to the grocery store, they're putting on makeup before we leave. And like right. things, uh, like I never understood that. No, my mom's not like that. That's why. No. <laughs> the last thing she puts on a hat she's like, all right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, we're literally going to the Megala. No, she puts on hats, baseball hats and pulls her hair through the like ponytail thing, but without a ponytail. She just lets it like hang like Sonya, horsetail. you are a hoot a fucking hoot you're the craziest girl i know <laughs> seriously mom you're fucking crazy anyway um next one what's the first memory you have with me oh you guys have heard this story a kajillion times we were on the playground and you and leanna were walking around and i was like the new girl in fifth grade and i hadn't like made my group of friends yet and I saw you and Leanna walking around and like you look like twins like you were literally like at the hip and it was it was you and Leanna and then Brie and Jenna and like they looked alike you looked alike you guys <laughs> look just alike. looked like the cutest like friend group of four like you literally Haley Bieber does no I did <laughs> oh my god I stole you you stalked and you stole no I literally just I didn't have friends me to New York and now I can't even <laughs> see Leanna you did this on purpose no I'm keeping her hostage <laughs> I'm like <laughs> blink twice 
<laughs> just blink in general if you need help. Um, no, I saw you guys. And I just remember thinking, like, I really hope that I find my... Because I came from a place where... I came from a place. I found, <laughs> grow, grow up. I was I, over the bridge. I was over the bridge. 15 minutes away, Alex. Um, no, I moved from... The town that I moved from, I, like... The community and the friend groups were so closely knit. and. Yeah. It's one of those like close knit communities that all of them are still friends to this day. Mm-hmm. So when I left, I felt like I lost that. Yeah. And when I saw you four, I remember thinking like, oh, that exists out here. I want to find that. Right. So I think like, I, I don't know, we ended up in the same, like standing in a circle. And I remember like just being like, oh, like, I hope I'm friends with these girls. Look at that. I manifested y'all literally 20 years down the line. Yeah. And we're still friends. But like, I think about that. And I also think like we met for a reason. Yeah. No, like you even had that download in your head. Right. For a reason. For a reason. Something told little Alex to like walk over to those girls. Yeah, for sure. No, I believe that too. I, I really wish I remembered that every time you say that memory, it breaks my fucking heart. I wish I remembered it so bad, but, um, I am kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, um, my best friend in growing up, like preschool and up in that where I actually grew up, um, Paige, mm-hmm. how we became fr- best friends. Did Haley Bieber her? No, no, no. She oh. was standing in line to go into preschool by, or maybe it was kindergarten, kindergarten by herself. And I walked up to her and I was like, do you want to be best friends? And we were just literally like my best friend. I, I think I remember that in preschool for me, it was just like, do you want to do this yeah yeah do you want to do this thing called life and like i still talk to her to this day like still consider her one of my closest friends like you just know i just you just know like kids know even better as a kid exactly you like you don't have that filter of like what do you what are they gonna think of me Mm -hmm. it's there's no um it's pure yeah it's so pure like on both ends it's so pure intention and receiving it's Mm -hmm. like you're a little chicken nugget you're just like sure i want to play yeah like whatever um my first memory with you yeah, what was your very first? I don't think we've talked about this. In my defense, and I know I know you hear me out on this, my memory's really bad with childhood stuff. Yeah. It's with anybody involved. It's I didn't block you out at all, Alex. You're <laughs> probably the only person I didn't block out. Like, it, it's just, it is, ugh, it's going to take me a sec. This is really hard. It's the first memory that, like, labeling it that, I'm not giving an accurate answer. Yeah. What grade was the science thing? did we have together was that sixth seventh. grade oh that was seventh grade a lot of our memories started in seventh grade <laughs> it's a really good i'll memory. just tell that one okay yeah tell that because i don't think we told that i'm sorry guys it's i can't fucking it's not our first memory anything. but it's one of our first that we reference a lot yes and like i remember it was almost one of those clicky moments for me where i yeah. locked in and i was like oh she has the same brain as me <laughs> yeah. like I, I really yes. do feel like that was a moment where we were like oh like you're funny yeah (laughs) we're funny we're funny you have a sense of humor (laughs) so we were in seventh grade and we were in the science unit and um it was the week that you dissected the frog it was day one so she was like y'all need to listen up this wednesday or you know in a few days we're gonna be dissecting a frog so like we're going through like a crash course of like how to hold the scalpel and like listen up i I just remember the energy of the room being like we need to focus yes so she starts talking blah blah blah. not even like five minutes in alex and i noticed that our desk was at like the tiniest bit of a tilt um i think it was to the left it was like slanted it was like a little bit whatever it was a slant where you were able to 
put the pencil at one end and it would roll down. So we we did it a few times and we were just kind of giggling. And then we put it at the top and we were pretending we had tele- telekinesis. Yeah, mind power. Yeah. And we were like holding our brains. <laughs> watching it roll down the desk acting like we were doing like literally in sync too we were like imagine her seeing it right so we kind of like we paused because we noticed the class got silent really quiet it got really quiet and we look up and like look at each other the whole class is staring at us they it was they were so offended like everybody was like we're trying to focus right we're trying to learn here bullshit we're trying to learn how to cut a frog open like well do you not see us in our mind powers right now right nobody thought it was funny no but we thought it was fucking hilarious and yes it's not my first memory but i will say that is definitely one of like the biggest ones at that age yeah, yeah. That, w- that was a moment where it, it was always kind of fun to get into like t- just like the tiniest little tiny tiny harmless trouble with your friend yeah and it was one of those moments where she was just like you ladies gonna listen now and we were like uh, yeah yeah and we totally listen. We like ace the thing, whole thing. Like we're fine. But yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay. So we said we'd do three of each, but we did four. So we're going to do four of each. Yeah. Level two. These are gray. These are gray and they're a little deeper. They're confessions. Oh my God. I'm <sighs> nervous because those weren't very icebreakery. No. Those yeah, were those, like a little deep, right? That was like, I'd call those like five out of 10. Yeah. Those were like level two to me, I would think. Right. Level one would be like. What's your favorite color? Where was your first time camping? Right. Like something like that. Yeah. Okay. So these are confessions. Go ahead. Why have you kept going? Oh my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, you, Leanna, Bree, my mom, my sister, my niece, my nephew, mm-hmm. my stepdad, my grandma, my grandpa, like the people around me. Truly. Like that sounds pretty corny, but it's corny for a reason. It's like keeping you going if i selfishly didn't want to be here like it would affect the people that i care about the most so why would i like ever jeopardize that Mm. we've we've had this conversation yeah and that's yeah the people around me that'll be my short answer before i start crying because my makeup looks really good tonight yeah your wings are slicing through life wings are winging right what's yours um mine is i oh and link sorry oh yeah link too of course mom um Sorry, Lily, let me like restart that. Why have I kept going? I just know life could be really great. There's been parts of my life where I have, I've literally like stopped in the moment and thought, wow, it can't get better than this. And that's a feeling that I chase and that's a feeling that I want all the time. And it's, um, it's what I think about when I'm in my deepest, darkest times and phases of life. And it, it pulls me out of it. Not fully because there's other like work that needs to be done when I am in those moments, but it really is. It's the light at the end of the tunnel for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all it takes Mm -hmm. for sure. It's powerful that you are able to access those in hard times. That is like, like seriously, that is some big brain shit right there to be able to like tap into it and believe it. Yeah. Cause like, sure you can be told it and someone around you like, it was worth living. Like, but like, to actually believe it is a superpower. So like, I think it's because, and like, I can think of there's, it's probably only happened like two times and I can think of them right now 
where I've felt that feeling and I literally stopped and said like said out loud like Alex remember this feeling yeah like take this in take this in remember this feeling remember why you're here what you're doing the happiness and like that gut feeling that you feel and Mm -hmm. remember that it and like I say this out loud remember that this is a possibility in your life yeah it's attainable I feel like I've seen that either in a movie or like a TikTok. It's like the happy moments. Take it in. You go happy moment and you like clock it. I love that. It's a movie or TikTok. I don't know. It could be both. But same motive is clocking it, telling yourself to remember it. And without, with still remaining um, in the moment, kind of zoom out in like, like take a picture with your brain. Like, oh my God, I love that. Happy moment. Yeah. I think it might have been on TikTok. I don't remember. Next one. <laughs> what was losing your virginity like? Oh, go watch our first episode. Episode one. Episode of one. Season one. That's that's the whole thing. Can I just choose another one since I yeah. feel like that story's we I mean we, we beat did that a horse. Full episode on it. Like you guys don't need to know that. Um, if you could bring someone back, who would it be? Why them? Whoa. Hmm. This is hard because I really really like I know it's a um it's not not even like a real question but even giving it the energy right now I don't think bringing people back from the dead is something I'd ever even like like, touch yeah like it is devastating and there's there's several people I I miss that have passed but I also am very um aware that it was like their time yep so I totally, you know, like I don't even want to like touch. I don't want to even want to think about people like in my circle. Right. How about we could talk about people that aren't dead too, that are just like bring them back into our life. Yeah. Talk about okay. That type of stuff too. Hmm. I would, um, I would bring my dad back into my life, but not even on some like deep shit. I, I don't, I don't think I'd want my dad back in my life to be a dad. Like I, I, I address him as dad in like conversations like this, but I don't really like call him dad. Like I don't want him to come back to as me. a father figure. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But it would be really cool if I could get to know him more. Right. And like, I've told you that too, like knowing what parts of me are like him and like, what's his per like he's half of me and I don't know anything about this man. So it would be cool to bring him back, back to going back to the question. It'd be cool to bring them back. Um, just to simply get to know them as a human, like adult yep. to adult, just be like, what, what's up? Like, I think you have, guys are a lot more like than yes, I know you've I ever know learned. We are. I, and I, that's why I like yearn for it. Yeah. Is like, we can even forget the past. Like I forgive you yep. and I've lived my whole life without you and that's okay. And I'm fine. But like, what's up? What, cool. do, what do you like to do for fun? Like that, even like little shit like that. Like, yeah. I want to know that type of shit. Like, what's your favorite food? Right. What's your like high snack? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it the exact same. Exactly. What if he was like Takis? Oh, oh my God. I'd be like, dad. I'd call him dad. What about you? Um, okay. Mine's an easy one. If I were to bring anyone back, um, one of my best friends growing up, we, our moms were best friends mm. and we... Grew up up until probably like seventh grade being like at the hip kind of fell out, not for any specific reason, but like we were both just like we went to, like I said, I moved, we went to different schools, 
whatever. So didn't really talk for a few years. And then after I moved back to where I grew up, we ended up hanging out again and we got so close again. And we used to say we're friends by choice this time because growing up, because our moms were best friends, we were, yeah, we were like kind of forced to be best friends. But now like in our adulthood, we our young adulthood. We had said like we were best friends by choice, but about five years ago that we had a falling out and we haven't really talked about it. We haven't talked since. And it's definitely like, at least on my side, a pride thing. Um, There's a lot that's there's like a lot and nothing that's stopping me from actually like reaching out and like reconnecting. Um, Yeah, if I could have her and like she's fully I love like watching her life from a distance. She's married and has a beautiful little girl now which sucks that like I wasn't a part of that yeah as like who as someone who like I thought she'd be in my life forever Uh um but yeah I will say I would love to have her back in my life yep Ooh. okay what is a memory you never want to let go of oh it's kind of like what we're saying those happy moments I I have mine that I was thinking about it was in Yosemite okay and I was I think I was probably 15 15 or 16 and I was riding my bike I was doing like one of my bike rides alone through the valley and the weather was beautiful my family was there I actually think it was the year that you had came with us yeah and I stopped in like the middle there's this one meadow that is in the middle of the valley and it has like this this wooden like planked crosswalk all the way across the meadow and I was the only one which is so rare like summer is so busy in Yosemite but I was the only one crossing and I like I stopped and I like threw down my bike and I was just like standing in the middle of the meadow and I closed my eyes and I just I had that moment that I was talking about where I stood and told myself like life could be so beautiful mm-hmm. I could like cry thinking about it um but yeah, that's that's the moment. That's a memory that I will absolutely never let go of. That's the moment that I hold on to in my deepest moments. Um, yeah, Yosemite. That's why I'm so drawn to that freaking place. Yeah. I think that's one of my, I, probably the first time I had that realization. I was young too. Yeah. I'm probably like middle school. Yeah. 15, that's a big realization to like have as a child. Yeah. Early child. Um, a memory I never want to let go of. Um, I was in my darkest depression ever till this day um this was 2020 and I didn't know how I could go on any longer and I was sitting in bed just hyperventilating crying but with no emotion like that type of flow and I called my sister and I'll spare the details because that's not what this is about but the conversation my sister and I had mm. that night, we stayed on the phone till probably like 6 a.m. The sun was coming up and she was in the Bay. I was in L.A. in uh, in my old apartment. I lived alone. And it was just like we connected on a level that we had never connected on in our life. It was my lowest low. But the, so, like I, whenever I'm in like low lows like that, I, I always pictured as like gears turning Mm. interlocking and like things are like leveling up and clicking and like the machine is moving in different ways because the gears are turning and it was one of those moments where I knew gears were turning and it was uncomfortable but I knew something was happening I just like knew something was happening I don't know but yeah I just love that memory so much and it's so ironic that it's my deepest depression and I'm glad I can look at it now and value it and as something I never want to let go per this question but it was just like do you think such a cool moment for me that was the moment that kind of like switched you to kind of start 
going on the uphill. Yeah. 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 I would definitely like that moment was a, a spearhead moment. Um, it definitely still took some time after because I feel like when you have those like of course moments and you also have to like digest them yeah. and like believe them and for yourself. apply them. Yeah. But it, but yeah, I mean it, the gears were turning like something changed inside and outside of me. And it was like, it was one of those moments during a depression where I finally said the things I was feeling out loud. I wasn't mm-hmm. in therapy at this time either. So I really had no outlet. I was living alone, like pandemic, like just raw. Right. <laughs> And uh, I said things out loud that I never thought I'd feel and I never thought I'd say. And I did. And I said it to Monica and she, she understood on like such a level. And like, she felt, you've probably felt such validation that you never even like knew you needed. She completely validated it. And I appreciate validation, but you know, when you could tell someone just like validating to like be nice. And I appreciate that too. Like there is comfort when people are just going there for you. Yes. Like that never goes unappreciated, underappreciated, but this, like she had been where I was. Mm. I, and like, that's, that was that type. It's just another level of validation where you're like, okay, you do actually get what I'm trying to say. And I don't need to like over explain myself, which you're I do being understood. Time. Yeah. Yeah. On a deeper level. But yeah. I would never let that go. I think it's like one of my favorite things that's ever. Amazing. Okay. Last one for level two is what do you do that you aren't proud of? Oh, um, okay. I have one. You want to go deeper, shallow? Shallow. Shallow? Well, mine's like habitual. Mine's, yes. Okay. Mine's habitual. Okay. Um, It's how like lax I am at work. Ah. <laughs> but you get your shit done. No, I know. But it's, I know. Like I she's get, a great employee. Like don't let that statement. No. Don't get it twisted. Like, but there's just like times throughout the day where I'm a little bit lax on like checking my emails. Like there's shit. Okay. The shit let you me can get, be doing. Let me give you one example. There's a project that I have been given that has given me a little bit more creative and like timeline freedom than I've ever had. Okay. And I, there were times where like I have had the time to do it, but I didn't. And it's been sitting in my queue of like things to do for like, I want to say two and a half months. (laughs) Sorry, that is pretty no, it's so long and that's not to say that I'm not doing other things because like yes. I've actually been pretty busy at work but like you but said like it I was said, a bigger creative it's a bigger creative and I haven't my creative juices haven't been flowing as much recently yeah um to give myself the benefit of the doubt yeah but there's been times where like I could have very easily been working on it and I've just been super lax like oh I I had a busy day on the other things that are like required of yeah. me so like I'm not gonna put myself in that creative mindset where I need to like it's two gears for me right like Same. I have a list of things that like I actually like projects that I actually need to get done that have a due date timeline and I do them and I'm always on time I'm never lax with that stuff but mm-hmm. when it comes to like their creative shit I can't force myself to be creative yep. and I'm not proud of the fact that I don't like focus especially since my job is I mean it's creative position and I'm not proud of the fact that I don't force myself to get into that mindset a little more yeah when I'm not feeling it I tend to I'm like oh I'm not feeling it it's just one of those days and I'm not like you're not trying not pushing yourself I'm not pushing myself I relate to that a lot so yeah that's that's mine I'm not proud of that that's definitely I'm sure a lot of creatives can relate to that especially creatives that have creative jobs right like how do you separate the like you are here from a business yeah 
Yeah. No, I feel that. And you can't like, I'm a nine to five, but how do I like channel that creative energy when I'm working on a project that requires it outside of the nine to five? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't Welcome know. to my life. Yeah. <laughs> um something i'm not proud welcome of. to new york it's been waiting for you <laughs> um god i'm not proud of a lot of things if we're going like shallow like i let my bathroom trash <gasps> pile up whoa you do i'm surprised I, you like noticed it i squish it down <laughs> i'll put my foot in there i'm not taking it out i squish it down until literally like the hairball i put in there from the shower can't even fit and it falls on the floor that's when i'm like all right the mound's high enough like can't add anything else whoa and it's not even like you're wasting like a garbage bag you just no, i like, literally don't even use garbage yeah. bags like it's like a little like cbs plastic can that i just like because i don't put anything really gross in that trash can like, i think the grossest thing i put in there would probably be like a um q-tip, a q-tip. uh but yeah that's that's definitely not a good one you need to get one of those ones like what i have like with a lid so you're really there's no mound that could be made i'll just let the lid lay on it are you serious yeah whoa Kristen. yeah i know it's hard i'm also not proud of like nah we only said one <laughs> <Never mind>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave time. it at that okay we had to take a potty break potty break all right level three Ooh. it's called getting deep as if we haven't been doing that this whole time <laughs> Okay, first one. What is something you don't tell most people? Oh my god, um, a lot. Yeah, this one's really hard for me because I like I'd be telling everybody everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be oversharing. I feel like I'm an oversharer, but with like uh, like surface level shit. Oh yeah, see, I'm the opposite. Like, overshare way too much. Hmm. I know, my job. Oh, I'm kind of going off. I don't know about you, but I'm going off like meeting someone, meeting someone new and like where you go, and where you don't go. Right. Yeah. I do not talk about work. I do not talk about my job. Okay. I don't, I don't do you know. Wanna, like elaborate on what in the past it's, it just can steer people certain ways and mm-hmm. they'll immediately like think something about you. I mean, especially I even like, you know how I am. Like I even cringe at the title of my job. Right. Like influencer. Like I always say like content creator, like digital creator. Like you say I'm in marketing a lot. Oh yeah. That's That's a good one. I say that or I'll say I'm in social media. That's like the most I'll say. And then they just think like I do social media for a brand and I'm okay with that. I'm, it's not that I'm not proud of my job, but like I said, it's when you say it to some people, like they, they take it and like, I'm immediately like a joke or like they're they they ask like way more questions about it and then i'm already like uh i don't know i just don't like it i get it yeah so i don't tell people what i do for work new people alex still doesn't know what i do what's your name alex (laughs) i feel like this is kind of like an elementary school level one but like i feel like it's relevant even our adulthood i feel like like nobody knows you have a brother oh and like it's not that you like hide it it's not like my situation where i like i avoid it yeah but like you almost don't even give off brother vibes oh interesting yeah because i we we sat here for a minute and i was like i just i don't know what i don't so tell yeah. people i guess i you don't really tell people you I, have a brother yeah unless they ask like siblings right right I'm but sorry, i guess Vince. i'm not i'm not out here like Hello, I'm Kristen and I have a sister. But you give off sister energy big time. And like you reference your sister a lot. And you know, yeah. Yeah. I will only bring up Vince. I'm very like protective of my family, I feel like. And I guess I don't tell people 
I hold like those cards cards close to my chest and I guess I don't like out outwardly say like this is my brother. I don't know. Yeah. But like now I'm I'm just thinking like but like who does? <laughs> right. Maybe that's bad yeah. one. <laughs> I don't know. Should I we just let's know. just for shits and giggles, let's just do another one. We'll okay. do five I'm in this. Sorry round. guys, I just didn't know. No, th- I feel like mine was even kind of silly. What is a dream you let go of but it hurts? Wow. Oh, traveling after college. Huh. I and like living in different well, this is kind of like silly because I did move from my hometown. But I always wanted to live in Tennessee for some reason. I've like always wanted to live in like a small town in Tennessee. And I think I was so focused on my career getting out of college and like focused on where I would end up that I didn't take the time to like figure out what I actually wanted. And I there was a there was about a year after college where I like sat in that not knowing and I really wanted to go someplace that I didn't know, get a job that I had no idea what was it about, what it, what it was about. And I actually like, I was looking at apartments, like I was on the edge and something stopped me and I didn't end up doing it. And I'm not like sitting here saying I wish I would have done it because like I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now, but there is a part of me that I think like, what if I went that route and Worked in retail because I loved working in retail. Mm-hmm. I really fucking loved it. Yep. Worked in retail in a small town. My life was a lot simpler. Yep. I when I was so like career focused at that age, I was like, okay, I'm either gonna I like have a choice right now. I'm either gonna go like super corporate and I'm gonna like be career driven for the next decade, or I'm gonna like slow down, focus on like not the nine to five, like developing as a human, developing as a human, and like not working for the hamster wheel that we're all fucking in right now mm-hmm. um and i didn't i didn't choose that route so i often think like what my life would be like if i went that direction right just trust the process though is the reason you didn't i suppose yep um this one for me a dream that i let go of i i haven't and i i'm pretty grateful to say i haven't let go of any dreams i have mm. um like completely i haven't like all right that's not happening moving on but one that I'm very lax on and like very discouraged that hasn't happened is my cookbook. Mm. That's like a dream I have. And again, I'm not letting it go, but I have been trying to like approach the, the dream from so many different angles. And it's like, they've all just been shut down. And like, it's just so fucking discouraging and it, it, it hurts cause I want it so bad, but I like don't know how to get it. And I know there's things I could be doing to, you know, figure it out. But I really dislike one thing about myself is like that being so discouraged by it. I'm like me, I don't want to figure it out. Like, yeah, I get so wrapped up in that. Like, well, it's not happening. Maybe it's not meant to be. And I, I almost start talking myself out of it. I don't know what the problem is there, but that's definitely where my head went. The second I read this card is like, yeah, I haven't let go of it, but I've definitely let it loose a little Mm. bit more than I ever thought I would. Right. And, uh, I still really want it. I just like, and I mean more on like a business level, it's a whole other conversation. It's just like really hard to like make a cookbook. Right. I think it was harder than you thought it would be going into it too. Right. Cause it's different than just 
writing a book. That's still a lot of fucking hard work. Don't get me wrong, but it's, you know, I'm approaching the cookbook industry with pure passion where other people are approaching it with obviously pure passion, but they have, they're real chefs. They went to school for like, you know, like they have, they have the passion and the paper for it. Mm. And like, the credentials yeah. and I'm over here like I just want to write a cute little cookbook of my favorite breakfast like yeah so I I just it's a lot of discouragement and um I think it's a lot of self-esteem too self-esteem I was gonna say um what's the word imposter syndrome mm-hmm. like heavy on that one yeah. it's a big reason why I feel like I sometimes I'm even like why would I even write one like who who would want to read my shit when I'm not a real chef like and so on so yeah I think you'll get it though I think I will too, but it's just like, I want it now and it's not happening. So yeah, it's the discouraging part. Yeah. (laughs) Describe your worst heartbreak. What did it teach you? Everything. Let's make this short and sweet and do like three words. Okay. Only because we've, we've talked about our heartbreaks a lot in our breakup episode and in like every fucking episode. (laughs) I feel like we always like touch on an element of like our past. Three words to describe your worst heartbreak. Individuality, patience, and forgiveness. Mm, Big woods. Big woods. Big brain woods. Confusion. Is that a word? (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. Confusion. Confusion. (laughs) Confusion. um, This is like two words, but one concept. Like um, starting over, like rebirth Mm. was a big one for me. And my third one would be independence independence day right the fourth of july fourth of july you guys are big fans of fourth of july and now you just can't go on celebrating fourth of july without thinking about him (laughs) that's actually really funny you made a fourth of july joke because the first time we broke up was fourth of july so it's it really hits hard independent yes i didn't mean independence for me i meant independence (laughs) for my country okay next one what's what what question have you always asked yourself since you were a kid? Whoa. Oh my God. Uh, I We had this talk probably like, I don't know, like last week. Um, I remember where I was the first time I asked myself like why we're all on this earth. And it's a, it's, I mean, it's something that I think about every waking moment of the day. Like what, what is my purpose here? Why is it me that I'm here? Like what, why was my soul chosen to take this form? Um, who am I doing this here for? What's next? What was before? All of that like shit has been in my head since I was probably like seven. Um, it's daunting and like terrifying, but also like really cool to think about life like that sometimes when I'm not in my overthinking phase. Yeah, that's something that I've always asked myself. Like why... Why, why me? Why am I living this life? This one's kind of hard for me. I feel like there's so many different paths I can take, but I guess a big theme I've had since I was a kid every day of my life is like reading into my dreams. Mm. And I feel like as a kid, it was really, it was even more frustrating because like I was seeing things, but I didn't really know how to like verbalize them. And I didn't think to talk about them with anybody. Cause like as a kid, like I feel like dreams you don't really read into as much, but it's kind of just got like, more and more since I've gotten older and more intense, if anything. Right. My dreams are a big question of ev- like the second I open my eyes every day. Right. I'd say, I'd say dreams, dream meanings. That's a big one. Yeah. 
Okay, so here is the last one of level three, getting deeper. Who is a stranger you will always remember? All of them. Um, I have a good one for this. I don't know if I've told the story yet, but I was with my ex at the time. We were walking around Oakland. We had just left dinner and uh, we're walking down by the Fox Theater. That's what it's called? The Fox Theater? In the city? Fox? No, no, no. In Oakland. I don't know. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was the Fox. I don't know. Um, and someone comes like running up towards it's nighttime and someone comes like running up towards us and I get kind of scared. Like me and Nick kind of like, like pull away. <laughs> Bob. Right. Might as well say the Bob. Um, we kind of like pull away and he's like, Hey guys, like, uh, Maddion's playing at the Fox right now and shit just came up and I can't go. Do you guys want my tickets? And we like looked at each other and we didn't even know Maddion was playing there. Um, he was one of our favorite artists. Like he was a staple artist in our relationship. Like you guys, you know how when you're in a relationship and you like have songs have and like one. music. Yeah. yeah. Maddion was that for us. Didn't even know he was there. Um, this guy comes running up to us and they were like really good, like GA pit seats. Yeah. And finna, finna be in the pit. No, <laughs> finna be in the pit to Maddion. Um, so he was like, you guys, and we were like, yeah, do you like want something for them? And he was like, no, just, just go have a good time. I can't do it tonight. And he like is walking away. He's like, life comes at you sideways sometimes, you know? And we were like, oh my God, like this night just turned into such, so true. (laughs) I literally like, I, I, you're right. I will never forget that. Yeah. Um, and I like to think that maybe I've always like kind of built up in my head why he couldn't go to the concert and I always thought like maybe his sister was like giving birth. That's where my head went. Or yeah. Or like, he wasn't like, he didn't seem like sad. He didn't seem like frantically scared or like upset. He was, he was more so I like, I gotta get there. I gotta go. Um, Someone's having a kid for so sure. We, yeah. I so we went and saw Maddie on Maddie. I'll, I'll name my kid Maddie on. That's kind of cute. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget him. I even think about that memory a lot. I think that's so special. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to get the get a tattoo that says life comes at you sideways. But I think it would remind me of my ex too much. Right. Just let that one live up here. Yeah. I feel like I do that a lot. I'm always like, that'd be a good tattoo. I'm like, you know what? Every it's, thought I've had does not need to be a tattoo. Right. So relax. But it, it, it's a good reminder. Yes, life but comes like, at you sideways sometimes. Keep it in there. Yeah. You know? If it reminds you of him. Maybe I'll get it on the bottom of my foot. Stomp on it. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> this one time i think this is like probably like 2016 i was in the one and only soul cycle class i've taken till this day <laughs> it's not for me i'm not a big cycling person but i was taking it and this guy came up to me and was like whoa let me see your arm and i like stuck on my arm and he had the exact same o tattoo on his right arm and he had it he had a matching one it, it wasn't an x and o but he had another o with his brother Oh. And they, they even had it on opposite arms so that they could do like, our cross thing. I don't know if you guys know this. Literally, have we ever said this on the podcast? Um, Alex has an X on her left arm and I have an O on my right arm. So if you're on visual, you kind of see. Your first ever tattoo. My first tattoo. And I was so scared. You're terrified. Terrified. And you know what? It's a good tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. But, uh, oh my God, it's almost 10 years old. Has it been it 10 years? It must be 28. We got this at 18. <gasps> You're right. A 10-year-old tattoo? That's cool. Decade. Anyway, yeah, he had it. And it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, everything's connected. Very trippy. Yep. I, I feel like I have so many other good stranger stories. That that would almost be a cool episode if we can clock all of our like really cool stranger stories. Right. That could be good. But I there's like this other one where 
I swear this guy was a time traveler, but it's like a way longer oh. story. I think I've told you that one, but we'll do that another day. Save that for another day. This was fun. I liked this. Well, hold on. We have wild cards. Oh, yeah. Cards. We're going to do in a wild card each. Yeah, mix them up. Should we get linked to pick? I feel like that has to be one. It just fell. Yeah. Hey, do you want to read first since I just read the last one? Sure. Is Call, it a good one? Yes. Call someone and tell them you love them. Oh, who, who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Oh, we both have to do it. Um, oh, let me go grab. Hold on, guys. I'm going to go grab my phone. I think I'm just going to keep it um, OG and call my mom. Okay. I haven't talked to her in a few days and bet you she won't even answer. <laughs> let's give it Let's give it a whirl. She's not going to answer. She answers like one in eight calls. Like growing up, I'd be like, why don't you answer? Like I sounded like the mom. Like, why don't you answer my phone? What's going on? Are you okay? She's like, I'm fine. I'm literally like, see? <laughs> she rejected it. Jesus, Sonia. Okay, I'm gonna call my brother. I'll bet I'll put fifty dollars on it that he's gonna answer and say, Bueno. Bueno? Yeah. Bueno. <laughs> hey. She was right. Uh I'm just calling to tell you that I love you. Oh, what's going on? Aw. Um, we're, we're just playing this game on the podcast and I was tasked with calling someone and telling them that I love them. Oh, nice. Oh, I love you. And I also said, um, watch, I'm going to bet 50 bucks that he's going to answer and say, bueno. You did. All right, I guess I got to switch it up then. Yeah, you You got to pick another language. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you. All right. Love you too. Bye. Bye. What is he what doing? What are you doing? I don't like, know. So loud. He's probably sawing a tree. No, he's literally <laughs> 500 yards in the air. <laughs> My brother's an arborist, by the way. So <laughs> we should have gave some context. Like, he's probably actually up in a tree right now. I don't know who else to call. There, wait, I'm just scrolling through my contacts right now. And there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a contact called, when you need a piggyback ride, text this number. <laughs> who is it? It's 818-619. I don't know what that is. And I don't know who it is, but whatever. You should call them and say I love you. Hell no. I don't I don't know who else to call. The Puma socks. <laughs> cute. Is that a prom dress? Yeah. That's really cute. Good color on her. Call Ollie. Uh, I don't think his he his phone works anymore. Oh. Because I texted it and he didn't answer. Maybe he just doesn't answer. Uh Ollie's my nephew. Let me try my stepdad. He's not going to answer either. If my mom's not answering, he's not <laughs> answering. Hello? Oh, oh mom? <laughs> Why are you answering Hello? Phil's phone? Because we're in the truck. Oh, okay. Well, I was just, I was just calling to... You're talking to okay. Taylor Coco. Okay, I'm just okay. All right, Link, stop. I'm just call, I'm just calling to say that I love you guys. Not as much as we love you. We love you. Oh, why? Why was that so like, conversational? <laughs> we love you. What, what, what's going on? Um, Alex and I, Alex and I are playing a game on the podcast, and we got I pulled a card, and it said to call someone and tell them you love them. I first tried to call my mom, and she didn't answer. So then. I thought, who's the next best thing? 
<laughs> exactly. Well, we love you too. I love you guys. Drive okay. safe. Okay. We're all now. Yeah, we just pulled up the money. We tried to go camping and we went up Jesus. to House Clear Lake. Do you have a minute? No, no. I'm podcasting <laughs> right now. Oh, hi, podcaster people. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Love you guys. No, she's going to go. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was good. I guess. <laughs> Do you have a minute? No, I just said I'm fucking podcasting. Do you have a minute? I was going to go camping. Of course you were trying to to go camping. They go camping eight days a week. (laughs) They're always camping. I swear. It's crazy. Okay, whatever. Last and final card of the night. What are you afraid of passing down to your kids? (laughs) Where do I begin? Are we going deep or surface level? I could go any level. I don't even know if I want kids and that's because I'm so afraid of passing the worst parts of me to them. Um, my tummy problems. That's a good one. <laughs> Nobody deserves it. No one. And I hope it's not hereditary. My mom, I don't think my mom has tummy problems. Oh, I have one, but I can't say it because I've never said it on the podcast. I know. it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Maybe Bags. I'll tell Patreon. Honestly. Oh, I know it is. <laughs> Say another. No, that's it. That's what I. That's like actually. But you have to like. <laughs> you have to give them something. You gave nothing. Okay. Um, you can go shallow. I went pretty shallow. Hmm. If I was your kid, what would yeah. I not want <laughs> what of yours? Would you know. Uh, my I don't know my perfectionism. Oh yeah. My just, just don't fuck them up when you're raising them. See, that's it. That's it. That's, that's why what I, I don't mean. want them. I'm gonna fuck them up. My um. All the shit that I'm working on in therapy, that's what I don't want to give to them. That's why I'm doing therapy right. is to not give it to them. And there's one other thing that I just can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I will never say it. I, I will never. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. Like, like I kind of wish I had that mystery about me. Like, you, there's something mysterious about you that nobody knows, but like, like me plus three people. Like, yeah. if that. I don't like. Nobody knows. It took me a minute to show Leanna. <laughs> I remember when it happened too. And it was just like. It was one of those unlock moments yes. where you're like, we are now soul bonded. Because we connected about it and like she, we're in the same boat. Right. And it's surface level. Like I don't want your All right. She's double jointed. Go. Yeah. Shit. You do the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> My party trick. You got, I have regular Ooh. bows. You have a little, I'm not going to call you double jointed, but <laughs> your kids might be affected. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to go because we're already running late. Yes, we are. But this game was really, really fun. So fun. This, we were not sent this or anything. Alex completely bought this with her own hard-earned yeah. cash. What's it called? It's uh, How Deep Will You Go is their handle on Instagram. There's another handle listed on the box that says To Achieve You. So I don't know if they have another game. Oh, yeah. If you guys know of any other games like this out there, send us send them our way. We've already, like I said, we've already played. We're um, not strangers. We're not really strangers. So, yeah. Don't tell us about that one. <laughs> yeah, don't don't even mention it. You no. will be blocked <laughs> if you mention it. We've comments. already played it. And go listen to it because it was it was actually really yeah, good. Yeah, it was one. a good one. But I, this one was, I think I like this one better. Me too. So shout out to the creators of, what was it called again? How do, how do. How we, deep will you go? How do, I was trying to read the <laughs> HDWYG. How deep will you go? Um, For Patreon. I don't know. Maybe answer some of these questions on your own. That's what and I was like, thinking. And like, we'll talk about it. Um. Yeah, you, we're we are also willing to dig deeper. Oh yeah, on any of those two, we'll dig dip, dig dip, dip, dip deeper. Yep, dog dip, 
dodge. Ding, ding, damn. Dip, ding, dodge, ding, duck, dive, and, and dodge. Drivers, dine, ins, and dive. <laughs> um, we could also do like three more from the I'm done to do like more wild cards. Those ones seem pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, send us in your stuff. As uh, if you know or don't know, we have a Patreon where every Friday we drop an additional episode where we kind of go in on what we talked about on Monday's episode. So check that out if you want to. If you don't, that's fine too. Facts. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate us five stars because it helps us out a ton and Facts. leave us a review. Mm-hmm. And if you're on YouTube, leave comments and turn on notifications mm-hmm. and make sure you're subscribed and like click the little bell thingy mm-hmm. thingaling. Um, yeah. And read, <laughs> oh. <laughs> write comments. Cause I love reading the comments. I can't read. So she reads it aloud <laughs> for me. No, we, we have the, that audio thing on our laptops. <laughs> it's like literally Siri. Okay. Um, we're going to go. Love you guys. Have, have a good guys. week. Have a good week. Happy Monday. Um, just a heads up that my birthday is coming up. Oh my God. <laughs> it's March 28th. So birthday month. Love you guys. Love you guys. Have a good week. Uh, bye. bye.